You are Locked On Sooners, your daily Oklahoma Sooners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every From day. From the 12th floor, 50 Pin Place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Welcome to another episode of the Locked On Sooners podcast. I am Eric G., your very gracious and humble host, saying thank you so much for making us a part of your weekend. And coming up on this episode of LOS, we are going to talk about the week that was in Oklahoma football. So much of it not having to do with the upcoming game against Texas Tech, which is going to be happening tonight or Saturday night, depending on when you're listening to this. I say tonight because I'm assuming you're listening during Saturday or I don't know when exactly um, you listen to this podcast on demand, but I, I thank you for it. But we're going to discuss Lincoln Riley possibly going to the NFL Marcellius Sutton, Rodney Anderson, and how much of an impact is any of this having on Oklahoma's football team this week? It's been one distraction after another. Is it enough for it to affect the way OU plays on the field? I'll give you my opinion on that. Also, um, what does OU have to do to win this game, and what is the matchup ultimately You'll need to be watching on Saturday at least the ones that I the one that I think is is important. And then finally, since it's a night game on Saturday, and I don't know like when you're going to listen to this. I mean, you could be listening to this anywhere from the time we publish all the way up until kickoff, which is seven o'clock Central Time. Instead of talking about any of the games that are happening during the day, I'm going to give you some games to watch. That'll be happening after the OU game or right around the OU game. And not all of them have to do, and matter of fact, the majority of them don't have anything to do with the college football playoff picture. And I know you've already got those games circled and scheduled and you'll be watching them throughout Saturday, but there are some really good games coming up after the Oklahoma game on Saturday that would be worth watching if you just want to if you just want to get your football fix in. So I'll tell you what those are, and the majority of them come out of the Pac-12. I didn't steer you down the road of looking for non-Power 5 games. We went all Power 5 in this one. My name's Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK. I'm the co-host of Game Day Saturday with Randy Renner. We do that every Saturday at 9 a.m. on 1340 and... 5 a.m. on News Radio 1000, then around the state on the Oklahoma News Network. Check your local listings for that. I've covered OU for five years. I am an Oklahoma grad, and I'm also covering OU basketball this year, and I run the Sooner Maven website. So Google Sooner Maven. I think it's college sports backslash SoonerMaven.io is the website. It's very long to say. Just Google Sooner Maven. We post a lot of content on there that's in its infancy stages But as it starts to grow and this podcast starts to grow, I think we're really building something. And I thank you for uh, checking that out and listening to this show. And, hey, if you want more of Locked On Sooners, LockedOnPodcast.com has all the episodes. And you can subscribe via Apple iTunes. What a week it was for Oklahoma going into this game with Texas Tech. I mean, if, if you are Tech, if you are Cliff Kingsbury, you could not have asked for a better week to be playing OU because it's just been one distraction on top of the other. First, Hugh Jackson gets fired as the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, so now we have to obligatory ask the question to Lincoln Riley, are you interested in 
the Browns' job. Well, that happened. First question right out of the gate on Monday's press conference, and here's what Lincoln Riley had to say about that. That was coming. Uh, no, not not right now. I, you know, you sit there and answer these questions, and I always want to be truthful. Um, the truth is, for me, is I love Oklahoma. Uh, I love coaching here. I love college football. I certainly don't have that itch right now. I don't know that I ever will, but I'm never going to be a guy that's going to stand up here and say, no way, no how will any of these things ever happen. I, I, I don't know that, but I, I know right now I could care less about the NFL. We're trying, to, we're trying to win this game and trying to make a run that we all think we have in us right now. Is Lincoln Riley going to the NFL? The answer to that question is yes. Is he going to the Cleveland Browns? The answer to that question is no. There's no way Lincoln Riley is going to leave OU to go to the Cleveland Browns unless he's just bat-blank crazy because as much as he loves Baker Mayfield, that organization tends to prove time and time again that it is a complete mess, and that's being nice. I could use a couple of other letters to describe it, but I'm not. It's a matter of the right job coming along. Is this a distraction for OU kids? No. And here's the reason it's not a distraction, because kids today know it's a business, they know coaches leave, and they understand that when you go to a program like Oklahoma, people are going to want your coach. It's a good thing. I would bet that some kids asked Lincoln Riley about it this year, but the Browns do not pose a serious threat to OU at this time. Are there other NFL franchises that could? Yes, but I don't think those franchises are going to be open to Lincoln Riley, that being the Patriots, Steelers, Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs, places like that are where I ultimately see Lincoln Riley ending up here before the end of his career. Found out yesterday, Rodney Anderson is going to declare for the NFL draft. Now, do I was this really a distraction? No, because Rodney Anderson's been away from the team for quite some time. Ever since he's been hurt, he's been, he's been rehabbing in Dallas. One, I'm happy for Rodney Anderson. This is the right career move for him. It doesn't benefit him at all to come back to Oklahoma and risk serious injury. Where does that put him in the draft? Fourth through sixth round, most likely. The bad thing for Rodney Anderson is you're playing a position that's undervalued. And, and unless you're just a Ezekiel Elliott or you're an Adrian Peterson or a Leonard Fournette, one of these guys that owners and GMs fill, fill are these once-in-a-generation type backs, um, Saquon Barkley falls into that category, then it's not worth it to draft a running back in the first round. In fact, if I was an NFL GM, there's no way, even if the guy was a complete difference maker, would I draft a guy in the first, would I draft a running back in the first round? I don't value them. Receivers, quarterbacks, offensive tackles, rush-ins, those are the guys that I'm I'm drafting with that first pick. And running backs, I'll take in later rounds or I'll get via free agency and I'll try and use depths, use depth as much as possible, but running backs, in, in my opinion, very expendable in the NFL. And most owners and GMs share that opinion as well. Speaking of running back depth, we also know that um, Marcellia Sutton is out for the year. And I laugh because I forgot his name for a second. But Marcellia Sutton is out. Um, not, I would say, a huge loss for Oklahoma. And the reason I say it's not a huge loss is because Sutton hasn't been that productive this year. And that running back spot 
has really been taken over by Kennedy Brooks and Trey Sermon. And as long as those guys are healthy, OU should be good. What I worry about is just the wear and tear on these guys' body. And having a guy like Sutton certainly doesn't hurt a guy that you can plug in for a few plays to spell the other guys that you have. Also, TJ Pledger most likely taking his place in the return game. And Sutton even hadn't had the year returning that he did last year. So it's been... It, it's been a very, it's been a tough week for Oklahoma. It's been an interesting week for Oklahoma. And as far as the run game goes, I still expect the run game to be good. Here is Lincoln Riley on the run game and how effective it can be versus Texas Tech. Uh, Lincoln, just the way the run games performed these last two weeks, how big is that for the office in terms of really opening things up even more for college passing? Yeah, it's helped. It's helped. Uh, just kind of playing better all the way around right now. Uh, lines playing better. Backs are getting comfortable, you know, confidence is growing. Um, uh, it's made a big difference, no question. It's uh, some of our efficiency the last couple of weeks can be directly attributed to that. So we'll need to do it again here, you know, on this front's done a nice job stopping the run, very physical front, very experienced line, linebacking group. Uh, so just like the defense is going to be challenged, our offense will be challenged as well. As impressive as Tech's defense has been, they haven't seen an offense like OU all year long. They're not going to have an answer for Kyler Murray. They're not going to be able to stop the run game. And Tech knows no matter what you take away from OU, there's always another answer for it. And try as you might, look at that film, break it down 10, way, ten ways till Sunday. Even Texas, who seemed to have the antidote, got 45 points put up on them. So good luck, Tech. Good luck stopping this OU offense. And Lincoln Riley, well, he's impressed with the Tech defense. You know, defensively, they've made a big jump. Uh, there's no question when you turn on the film, uh, this group is playing well together. The thing that, that you see is it's a lot of the same names and same people that we've been playing against now for two or three years, and these guys have gotten better. Uh, they're they're very, very physical defense. They're playing well together. A um, lot of experience, especially on the back end and in the linebacking core. You know, I think uh, Dakota Allen really stands out on tape. I think he's certainly one of the top linebackers in this league and in the country without without a doubt. Um, safeties are very, very good players. Um, so uh, David Gibbs has done a nice job with that group. They're, they're, they have really taken some big steps forward. And I think, you know, a big part of the reason that team's off to a good start. So uh, we know the challenge it's getting ready to be. It's gonna be a lot of fun down there, uh, hostile environment. Uh, just like we like it, uh, so can't wait to have a great week and get down there and play. And no matter how hostile it is, OU just OU relishes those those kind of games. Aspen Powers, OU likes to play in front of those kind of crowds. It's another thing that I believe ultimately plays for OU to OU's advantage. And while you'll see them win and win comfortably, this is the Locked On Sooners podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next here on LOS. What does OU have to do to win? Well, believe it or not, it's not going to take much, and we'll explain next. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team 
every day. You are Locked On Sooners, your daily Oklahoma Sooners podcast. Locked On Thunder is out now as well. Weekend editions for both episodes, and we'll have new episodes of Locked On Thunder and Locked On Sooners coming up on Monday. Thank you very much for listening, and for more Locked On Podcasts, please go to LockedOnPodcast.com, LockedOnThunder.com, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, and Alexa. We got it all laid out there. Thank you very much for listening to our a weekend episode for OU's defense. This really, as far as the challenge goes of, of playing a spread, when you've got the offense that you do, all you really need is a couple of stops. You get two, three stops in this game, Oklahoma should be good. And I believe that they will get that. And I think the fact, just, just simply that you've got Ruffin McNeil not having these guys think as much as, as they were thinking under Mike Stoops, is going to free them up to make plays. Now, we've got to see it, and we've got to see OU be able to stop a spread team, which they've not been able to do in, in quite a true spread team in quite some time. But the way that they played against TCU gives me confidence in what Oklahoma's going to be able to do, and they've progressively gotten better, and Ruffin McNeil has made changes to this defense. So, yeah, color me confident as OU goes into this game on Saturday night. As far as Riley worrying about the defense, well, one thing that he's going to be concerned about is Tech's big receivers versus OU's cornerbacks, and that is the matchup to watch, is that OU's defensive backs versus Tech receivers, that'll be where the game is. That is the game within the game this week. And we saw how Texas was able to use their size to beat OU, and I'm sure that that's the film that Cliff Kingsbury is looking at, trying to figure out what those matchups are going to be. And if and if Tech can do that, OU might be in trouble. But I also expect OU to figure out a way to get some pressure on uh, Bowman as well on Saturday night. Here is Lincoln Riley talking about the Tech offense versus the OU defense and whether or not he thinks OU's defensive backs can cover those big Tech receivers. Yeah, I don't know. It's as simple as just stepping in. I mean, you know, the last couple of weeks we've had, you know, complete weeks leading up to the games. We prepared well for, you know, what we thought we would see. Um, what the, you know, focused on key areas that we knew would be important to have a chance to play well and to win those games. We've been able to do that. It's going to be a different challenge this week, uh, but it's also we got to have a complete week and go play a complete game. Are we capable of that? Absolutely. Uh, everybody talks about the big receivers and how you guys match up with them. Is there a part of you that wants to see that yourself and how you guys have improved? And, and also, what areas are you better at now to better combat what they do that you think you've seen the last couple of weeks? Well, I mean, I think anybody you play that's even decent at all on offense, you, you better play really good 11-man defense. If you don't, you know, people are good enough that they're, they're going to expose you. They're going to find your weaknesses, and they're going to – continue to go at them. So I do think the fact that we're playing just better as a whole right now is the is the is the biggest positive going into it. It's the biggest reason why we've played better in the last couple of weeks and we're going to need to obviously do it again here this week. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always excited to see our guys get challenged. Um, you know, that's uh, 
especially in, in great road environments like this. So should be a fun one. Uh, they, they've challenged everybody. We know we'll get their best. And I haven't even mentioned the distraction of the college football playoff rankings, which have come out for Oklahoma this week. But that, to me, is not a distraction. If anything, that's a motivation to go down there and take care of Texas Tech. And you know Lincoln Riley will have this bunch fired up because this game means I, – I won't say it means more to him than any other game that he coaches in, but it's not far behind. It, it's very close to that. This is the Locked On Sooners podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next as we wrap things up, I'll give you some games to watch on Saturday after OU wraps up, and there's some good ones. It's all right here on Locked On Sooners. This is Locked On Sooners, your team every day. And thank you for listening to the Locked On Sooners podcast. Today we've also got another episode of Locked On Thunder that's been published. Both of those available at LockedOnPodcast.com, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Alexa, and Locked On Thunder. LockedOnThunder.com, it has its own website. So thank you for listening. Enjoy the weekend episodes, and we always come back on Monday after uh, the OU games wrap up and, of course, after what the Thunder uh, do over the weekend as well. And, hey, look, there's some really good podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. You're looking for games to watch on Saturday. So OU plays Saturday night. It's Texas Tech. It's a wild game. You'll be emotionally involved. I don't know about you, but I always get fired up for this game. I love OU playing Tech at night. As long as it doesn't last five hours and Tech throw for over 700 yards of offense, then I love it. I love the crowd, and I I don't want to use the word rivalry to describe OU and Texas Tech because that's giving Tech too much credit, but whatever that notch below a rivalry is, That's what OU and Tech have become, and we know that Tech will be fired up for this game. So once it's over, once OU wins, and yes, I am saying OU wins, you can watch the um, Wazoo-Cal game, and I think those games may actually overlap, but that's a key game to watch because if something were to happen to OU, that would open the door for Washington State to maybe have an opportunity to end up going to the college football playoffs. Colorado at Arizona. Kevin Sumlin last week got a big win for Arizona. They're still under 500. Colorado was looking like a really good team. They've now lost three straight, so they're trying to get back on sure footing. Arizona's trying to build off momentum, and late night Pac 12 football's fun. And finally, you got Stanford and Washington, which is at 8 o'clock our time. So, again, another game that overlaps. And both those teams pretty good in the Pac-12. So those would I would call that your nighttime recommended games for Saturday. And look, all eyes are going to be on LSU Alabama, which is good for Oklahoma because if Alabama goes out and stomps LSU, then of course they're eliminated. But maybe if LSU stomps Alabama and Alabama has one loss at the end of the year and their resume gets compared with Oklahoma and it's a bad loss to LSU, Oklahoma might just get an edge over them. I doubt it, and I don't think it's going to come down to Alabama and Oklahoma, but you just can't put anything past that college football playoff selection committee. Last night, had a chance to go watch the OU men's basketball team. It's been a while since I've been down to Norman to watch basketball at the LNC, and I watched a few games last year, 
But what I saw this year, um, at least in one game, Jamani McNeese, fabulous game, going 100% from the field. I mean, good Lord, you can't do any better than that. Brady Manick had a double-double last night, but... You're going to have to get a few few games into this season before we know just exactly how competitive these guys are. And I, just talking to people who covered them last year, looking at them this year, looking at what they've got back, and just trying to kind of feel my way around it, not a lot of hopes are high. Um, and what I'm ultimately hoping for Long Kruger is just a return trip to the NCAA tournament. Hopefully you can get past that first round. But the great thing about college basketball is even if this is a down year for OU, Somehow you win 18 games, 19 games. You're in the Big 12. That should be enough to get you into the NCAA tournament. And with the way that tournament is set up, you could find yourself making it past the first round just because you got a favorable draw. And uh, OU will open the season against the University of Texas Rio Grande this next Friday. That'll do it for this episode of Locked on Sooners. I'm Eric G. And... On Monday, after OU beats Tech and after some chaos probably plays out with the college football playoff, we'll know a little bit more where Oklahoma is standing and we'll be able to talk about it. It's all right here on Locked On Sooners. And until Monday, everybody love everybody. And, of course, peace, love, and do more sooner. You are Locked On Sooners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcast Locked On Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.